My guest today is Gigi. At least that's what I know him as. This is another guest who's an anonymous account on Twitter, so I don't know his full name, but he's provided an amazing contribution to the Bitcoin space through uh, his two websites, 21lessons.com and bitcoin-resources.com. So basically these two sites are resources for people to go and learn more about Bitcoin. One of them is kind of an aggregation of all the different resources from books and podcasts and articles and websites that you can consult if you're trying to learn more. And another one is his own writing, which is also available as a dictation on the 21lessons.com site of all the different things he's learned about Bitcoin thus far. And it's set against kind of Alice's adventures in Wonderland and going down the rabbit hole. It's super cool stuff. I highly recommend you check that stuff out. This portion is the rapid fire portion where I ask the guests a series of pre-selected questions. If you enjoy this, or actually even if you don't enjoy this and you'd rather just hear a more open, free-flowing conversation, me and Gigi did about an hour and a half, I think, an hour and 20 minutes, just open conversation, talking about Bitcoin. It was a super fun chat. So if you're down with the long form and being a fly on the wall for these types of conversations, definitely check that out. I doubt you'll be disappointed. Anyways, on with the show. Enjoy. I'm going to uh, hit you with some rapid fire questions now, if, if you're cool. Sure. Okay. So some of these are not necessarily like lend themselves to rapid fire answers. Don't give me shit. Just a- answer however long you like. All right. <laughs> sure. Okay. So what is money? Yeah. What is money? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The short answer would be half of every transaction pretty yeah. much. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, if you had to explain, I, go ahead. Um, to to add on that, I I wrote about it uh, at length. Um, it's the second chapter of Twenty One Lessons, so starting with Lesson Seven. If you if you if you're interested in what I think what what money is and how it evolved, just go to Twenty One Lessons dot com slash seven, and you you can read it there. Yeah, I think uh, a reference to Twenty One Lessons might be able to answer a lot of these questions, but we'll we'll go through them anyways. <laughs> Um, if you had to explain Bitcoin to your grandmother or someone over 80, what would you say? Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, to my grandma, uh, she's not alive anymore, but she, she, she got almost 100 years old and she was born in 1911. Wow. And um, so she, she, <laughs> she has seen a lot of shit. <laughs> and I think I would, I would explain it to her that it's, it's money that no one can take away from. Right. It's, it's just like gold in the sense gold that you store in your hand. That's that's probably what I would say. Okay. Um, what is the primary reason why Bitcoin is interesting or important to you? Primary. Wow. Huh. <clears throat> Damn, that's a good one. Um, hmm. um, yeah, I, I would I would say the primary reason why why I'm I'm in it full time now is uh really i i believe in the second renaissance i think it's really good for the world okay um how long are, how long after you first heard of bitcoin did you start learning about it more or purchase it well let's see uh it it, it took me a long time i <laughs> i think hmm, i think it took me two years to purchase the first for the first time, and I think it took me a year after that to learn more about it. Oh, nice. See, just as an aside, one of the things, and I know we talked about being all Zen and not like being up in people's grill about Bitcoin, 
But one of the things that I, I don't know, I kind of think it, it did people a disservice uh, in the early days and even now is everyone was always like, don't rush out and buy some. Investing is risky. Do your education first, all that kind of stuff. And like, I, I don't know. I think people should be like, no, fucking yeah, get your hands on some as yeah. fast as fucking possible. You let's don't know how this game. Yeah. You don't know how this thing moves. And then once you do that, you'll be motivated to, you know, educate yourself. But like, no, don't wait. You know, this, this shit moves fast. Get yourself involved now and then figure it out after. Yeah. That's by the way, that's my, my advice to my very closest friends and family. Just don't think about it. Just whatever you're willing to lose, just buy some right now. Yeah. No, ma no matter what the brand, like I'm, I, I stopped caring about the price. Right. Uh, right. When, uh, like um, after the pump of 2017, I stopped caring about the price at all. I'm, I'm not looking at price at all. The only time I see the price is uh, either when someone is just screaming about it on Twitter or uh, at the very corner of Wasabi Wallet. That's the right. only time I see the price. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, what has been your most effective method of educating people about Bitcoin in conversation or more formally? I mean, this is pretty much what you do, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, probably writing writing is the most effective one for me because I, I had so many people just uh, DM me or just tag me somewhere that, you know, like they, they, they posted and they were like, you just have to read it. And that really helped me to understand that and so on and so forth. So. Just writing down what I've learned, I think, was the most uh, effective one. Um, can Bitcoin be stopped? If so, what is Bitcoin's biggest vulnerability? If not, why not? Huh. I don't think it can be stopped um, in any meaningful sense. Um, I don't think that we're out of the woods yet. I think its biggest vulnerability is um, like a subversive takeover, sim similar to what happened to the Internet. In a way, you know, Bitcoin is very idealistic still, e even even though, <laughs> you know, uh, most people are in it for the speculation and the money and so on. But uh, at the core of it, I think it's still very idealistic. And the Bitcoin was, um, uh, the, the Internet was very idealistic in, in, in the same way. I mean, um, the way why, the, the reason why the Internet is so beautiful is, um, I mean, it has many reasons, but one of them is that we have net neutrality. And that's, that's like a political idea in a way embedded in the network. Like we have the end-to-end -end principle and uh, uh, network neutrality. And all of that makes the internet work as we know it today. But still, we had the takeover of Google and Facebook and other big companies. And we see um, political efforts underway to reverse these engineering decisions that were made, uh, I don't know, like 50 years ago probably. <laughs> and... Um, I think similar things could happen to Bitcoin theoretically, but it's really hard to change the protocol <laughs> because of the nature of it. But uh, I think we should also be on guard to further encroachments of like internet freedoms because if we have deep, deep packet inspection and if we abolish net neutrality completely, then this will be, yeah difficult for Bitcoin as well. I mean, I think Bitcoin can overcome pretty much any obstacle. And we see that with, uh, for example, um, yeah, Bitcoin via satellite networks, Bitcoin via ham radios, and Bitcoin via mesh networks and so on. But still, I think um, any subversion by the powers that be is the, the biggest danger in a way. Yeah. Um, what was your most recent aha or level up in your understanding of Bitcoin? Ah, it's a tough one again. 
<laughs> I, as I said, I had like two or three or even four of those just for proof of work alone. Right. Um, I think the most recent one was last week uh, when I, um, I I talked with Safe uh, since I'm, I'm taking his uh, Eco 21 course. <laughs> and um, I compared, I'm currently reading uh, Democracy, the God that failed. And I was asking Safe how he squares um, the idea that democracy is so horrible with the fact that Bitcoin kind of is a democratic rule or a majority rule. And his answer really surprised me and, and kind of leveled up my understanding because Bitcoin is not democratic at all. It's very different. <laughs> and you always have, have, a, have a way to exit the system and do your own thing. So uh, understanding the nuances of how it compares to existing systems was one of the most recent right. yeah, aha moments in a way. Okay. Uh, we touched on this a bit already, but what do you think will be Bitcoin's biggest impact on society? Yeah, I sound money. Definitely sound money. Okay. A return to sound money. Uh, when, if ever, do you think the first central bank will start adding Bitcoin to their reserves? Yeah, I, I don't have any special insights into that since I don't come from the finance world, but I wouldn't be surprised if they already do. <laughs> right. Uh, what is the biggest mistake you've made with Bitcoin? <laughs> uh, definitely uh, um, getting my hands dirty with shit coins. <laughs> um, how do you feel about Satoshi Nakamoto, Bitcoin's creator, being anonymous and the coins that he, she, they likely control? I think Jimmy Song said that uh, disappearing, like Satoshi disappearing was the best thing he ever did and the smartest thing he ever did. And I would uh, agree with that, that it's of the utmost importance for something like Bitcoin, that it is really like a, a, a gift from God. It, it must not have a creator in that sense. So I think the origin story is way more important than most people think. And I know that Marty Band uh, talks about it a lot as well, like, um, and SAFE talks about it as well. Uh, immaculate conception <clears throat> of technology. And um, yeah, I think Bitcoin having no, no creator and no team behind it that you can, um, yeah, that you can jail or, <laughs> you, you know, there is no head to cut off. I think it's one of the most important properties. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the, his bitcoins. No idea, man. Like, I, I think, I think, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if Satoshi's dead, but I think it wouldn't surprise me that uh, he or she or it, whatever, <laughs> would have had the foresight um, to destroy any private keys. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, he obviously thought about all of those things a lot. If you if you just read all of his writings. He was way ahead <laughs> of his yeah. times, and so um, I think I think his points are done. Yeah. You know, you, Immaculate Conception was before I had read it anywhere. You know, that, that's always how I had thought about uh, you know how Bitcoin came on the scene. Just you know, another religious analogy. Yeah. So they just keep yeah. popping up. Yeah. Um, at what price would you permanently sell over seventy five percent of the Bitcoin you hold, assuming there is no necessity to cover expenses? So. Could it get to a crazy enough price that you would sell 75%? No, never. 
<laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just like American Hodl in that regard. I, I will, I plan to transfer most of my Bitcoin to future generations. Yeah. Have you ever purchased other coins? If so, are you likely to do so again in the future? <laughs> I have purchased other coins. You wouldn't believe how many. <laughs> and I will not do that again in the future. But in, in my defense, I, 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 have, I have some sympathy for uh, some early shitcoinery in a way. Because in my defense, again, I said, uh, as I said, I, I have a technology background. I, I didn't know anything about money. And so for me, it was like, oh, hey, yeah, that uses like more modern or different cryptography. So I'll just <laughs> throw, throw my money into that project. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, yeah, I think there is no way around it uh, other than if you're like uh, Pierre Rochard or Michael Goldstein then, and you studied Austrian economics for 10 years before you got into Bitcoin, then you, you might be able to not touch any shitcoins. But yeah. other than that. Well, look, I, I suspect more people than like to admit actually did, you know, dabble in, in, in shit coins at a certain period of time, even if they were always, you know, still like fully on board with Bitcoin. But I mean, at a certain point during 2017, I mean, not many people can resist like a 10x gain in a month, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of a hard... gain in yeah. like a week. <laughs> um, but it's funny to look back, you know, our whole conversation that we just had and for people that are... Uh, or just checking out rapid fire, we'll have to go to the further discussion portion. But, you know, it's funny after all the, the different narratives and the different things that we think Bitcoin is and can become, it's funny to just rewind two years and be like, really? We, we were like casting or not me and you, but like a, a larger argument was Bitcoin being kind of like cast aside or at least criticized heavily because it couldn't do transactions inexpensively. And you know, comparing that yeah, to everything that we just said. You know, like it's yeah. outdated technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's laughable. Yeah. What is your most contrarian or controversial view or opinion? And if there's not on Bitcoin, then any subject is fair game. Hmm. Damn it. That, that one's really hard to answer, I think. Um, hmm. Most controversial. I, I, I'm not sure if it's really controversial in, in Bitcoin circles. Um, but I think um, I think proof of stake or any other consensus mechanism is, is bullshit in a way. I think proof of work is an absolute necessity. Like the bridge to the physical world is an absolute necessity. Okay. Um, ballpark estimate of Bitcoin's price in five years' time. <laughs> in five years' time. Oh yep. man, where where is? <laughs> Where, where's where, your hundred trillion is, chart? Where, right? is, where is Plan B? <laughs> when you need it? Five years time. Okay. Um, ballpark. Oh man, I have no idea. Like I don't. I don't even think about these things. Okay, we're currently at roughly ten thousand, I think, and uh, we'll have a halving coming up. Uh, in five years time, we'll have had two halvings. Yep. So. Um, when when was the estimate for, of of uh, McAfee eating a stick? Was it 2021? No, that was 2020. So? <laughs> 2020. Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. I think he might and have. He said a million, right? Yeah. <laughs> In five years' time, I, I'd say, uh, yeah, five million. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you believe there are any reliable ways of spotting a paradigm shift? If so, what are they? <sighs> um. No, I don't think there is a way to spot the paradigm shift. I, I 
I read Black Swan recently, and I'm convinced that Nassim Taleb is right that Black Swans are impossible to detect beforehand. I think, however, that you can extrapolate trends if you understand the new fundamentals, um, uh, like we talked about in the, in the computing revolution. Once you understand the fundamentals, I think even if it's an exponential trend, you can extrapolate into the future. And some people do that really well, like Ray Kurzweil. Think of it. Uh, think of him. What do you want to think of him? But he is really, really good at understanding exponential trends and extrapolating them into the future. Right. So I think you can do that for you. You were able to. And people did do that for all kinds of things, like you know, flying machines and cars, and uh, especially computing, and also um, networks like the internet, and also mobile computing, and so on. And I think the same can be done for for Bitcoin, but I don't think there is a way to spot absolute paradigm shifts to spot black swans. Okay. Do you have a morning routine? If so, what is it? Get up, get out, get shit done. Nice. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah, I try to go for a run uh, daily. And I, I have an evening routine as well. What is it? Um, yeah, I... I try to like I I meditate every day even though even if it's just like 10, 10 minutes or so but I, I try to do more but you know you know how it is it's kind of sure. hard to find the time but uh, I I was able to do that for the last two and a half years almost and um, I I meditate I I try to write my thoughts down if I can um, not perfectly able to do to do it every day but like every second day or so um, I'm. Uh, I started learning Spanish half a year ago, so I <laughs> learned Spanish in the evening. Cool. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I'm really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I also do some exercises in the evening. Nice. Uh, how do you define success? <clears throat> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I would say. I would say if 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 you're able to do something that you love and to do something also where you can really look yourself in the mirror and uh, don't hate yourself and you're able to sustain your family with it, that's successful for me. Love that. Uh, final question. What is the one most important action I or anyone listening can take today to up our game in your area of expertise? So like people that want to improve, what's the best way you know how to do that at this point in time in relation to Bitcoin. And so what's the single thing you can do to... Or what, uh, what's something that's really kind of helped you operate in, in this space? Oh, um, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my suggestion for everyone. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I okay. think the more, skin, the more skin in the game you have, the more serious you, you're going to be about it. And once you go all in, then the only thing that... Uh, that I can do right now is earn all my income in Bitcoin. And that's what I'm working towards. Yeah. Uh, okay, last part. This is a word association. So I'm just going to say a word. You blurt out whatever comes to your mind. All right. Hit me. <laughs> Satoshi Nakamoto. Genius. Government. Unnecessary. Hash rate. Amazing. The individual. Sovereign. Security. Privacy. Stack and SaaS. Daily. Fiat currency. Shitcoin. <laughs> Altcoin. <laughs> government shitcoin. <laughs> you have to differentiate. <laughs> Fiat currency is government shitcoin. Okay, altcoin. Shitcoin. Pizza. 
Delicious. Trump. Trump. <laughs> um, destroying the dollar. <laughs> Libra. <laughs> ah, shit kind in disguise. Gold. Ah, yeah, outdated Bitcoin. And Bitcoin. <laughs> oh man, I have, I have nothing. Bitcoin is love. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's perfect. Um, well, man, I really appreciate you taking the time when you've had almost no sleep to uh, just come and have a, a chat with me. Uh, yeah, goddamn it. Marty Band is responsible for that. He didn't draft. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. We could probably talk for like three or four hours, but uh, we'll leave that for another time. Maybe I'll hit you up in a half year and we'll, we'll see where kind of both of our opinions and understanding are at, uh, are at then. Anytime. Always happy to talk about Bitcoin. All right, man. And before I let you go, um, for the work that you've done and are doing and the resources you put out there, just let people know where they can uh, find them. Yeah, you can get a hold of me on, on Twitter mostly. Uh, I'm DerGG on Twitter, D-E-R-G-I-G-I. And I also have uh, DerGG.com and where I put up my Bitcoin articles and some other resources. I have Bitcoin-resources.com where you can access to some books and articles uh, and uh, podcasts and podcast episodes that I think are useful in understanding Bitcoin. And if you want to read about what, what I've learned uh, falling down the rabbit hole, I think there's no better place than going to 21lessons.com. Yeah, and I consumed, I, I, read, I read everything and listened to everything. And uh, ah, yeah. just, want, just want to shout you out because the, first of all, the 21 lessons things, if you're not into reading, it's it's all in an, like kind of like an audio book. You had someone read it, right? Yeah. Guy Swan from the Crypto Economy right, podcast. Right, right. So, so, um, so super accessible if you just want to download it and then listen to it whenever you have the time. But it's also, you know, the, the way that you uh, structured it was cool because you intertwined all these different quotes from Alice in Wonderland, right? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> e for each lesson, there's kind of like a quote uh, that, court, you know, that's relevant to something that happened in Alice in Wonderland, a quote in Alice in Wonderland that, that's relevant to whatever the lesson is. So it kind of makes it a little bit more entertaining and engaging and less less of just a kind of information dump. So I, yeah. I highly recommend that as a resource. And uh, Guy did a really great job of reading it. So I, I listened to it myself and I, I enjoy the audio version way more than what I found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, listening is always easier than reading, right? So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Gigi, thanks again for coming on, man. I wish you all the best in future endeavors. And like I said, uh, look forward to a, another catch up in the not too distant future. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And if, if you if you like if we ever meet in, in real life and there's uh, a time and a place for it, I'd be very interested to uh, explore the psychedelic world. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man, let's let's do that. You, I, I'll, I'll send you a link afterwards about some of the interviews I've done before. But uh, more than happy to uh, be a resource, turn the tables and be a resource for that stuff for you. Awesome. Sounds good. All right, brother. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. What's up, guys? I hope you enjoyed the show. Just a reminder, if you enjoyed those rapid fire questions with Gigi and you want to hear more, check out the further discussion episode where we take about an hour, hour and a half 
and just have an open, free-flowing discussion about Bitcoin. We go down a number of the various rabbit holes, discuss a bunch of the narratives that are emerging around Bitcoin, what we think is going to happen with Bitcoin in the future, discuss how Bitcoin has changed our behavior and how it's likely to change other behaviors in the future, all that kind of stuff. So if you just want to tune in on the conversation the two uber-obsessed Bitcoiners had, then definitely check out the further discussion episode. That's it. See ya.